What up? Welcome back to the Stellos of the Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. and Matthew Souza. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, super wild card weekend is now over. And super because of Nickelodeon? No, well, we're, we can we're talk gonna, about that. We're gonna get to that, but it was super <laughs> because it was six games in one weekend. I don't think we've right. ever had that in the playoffs before. Um, well, that's assuming the wild card is the playoffs. Glenn's face right now. We're not arguing about this right now. We're I know, I know. This. I'm just pressing buttons. Guys, I'm going to be honest. You know say? I'm – what? I forgot what I was going to say because I was – go ahead. Oh, you got derailed. Yep. Well, I was going to say, I don't know about you guys, but um, I actually thought it was really good. I really enjoyed having the, the extra two games. I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There were a lot of, I feel, pretty – Competitive and interesting games this weekend. So, competitive, yes. Interesting. Eh. The bill, like, we'll start off on Saturday. So you got the Colts and the Bills. I thought that was a good game. That was a very good game. That game was good from top to bottom, all four quarters. Um, Josh Allen gets his first playoff win. The Bills get their first playoff win since fucking was it nineteen ninety five or something like that. Uh, I think so. Something around there. 95 or 96, I think. Whatever. But um, Bill's Mafia. Let's go. Let's let's roll on. That's we right. Bill's, yeah. Mafia. Momentum Bill's Mafia. Are we all rooting for the Bills now? I am. I put my uh, mouth, my money where my mouth is. Well, no. I, I'm rooting for Cleveland. Oh, that's true. All right. So here's my order. Obviously, Tom Brady. I want to win the Super Bowl. Number two, though, the Bills. I really, I really, really, really enjoy watching them play. I feel like they're a super fun team to watch. Um, and then three is Cleveland because those poor suckers don't have anything going for them right now. So it would be cool if they won a championship. Because yeah. um, the, the, uh, the Browns are exciting. They've been looking promising every every other year or so, but like, it never works out. Now they're finally like picking up some steam. We're, we'll get to the Browns. We'll get to the Browns. But the Bills haven't won anything either. No. Right? They don't have a championship. They so. had three seasons in a row, I believe, in the 90s, where they went four. Four, four. seasons in a row. They went right, to the Super right, Bowl, right. and they lost every single time. That's rough. So that sucks. Would you rather go to the Super Bowl four years in a row and lose? Would you rather be a four-time toilet bowl champion? How is this even a question? <laughs> I mean, I would be a lot richer of a person if I made it to the Super Bowl and lost four times. Glenn. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, the true. third time I'd be I mean, like, if you're in right. it for the many, yeah, yeah, come on. If I went to the third time, I'd be like, all right, come on, this is it, finally, third time's a charm, and I lost that. But then made it the next year, I'll be like, come on. This is a guarantee now. Nope. Right. And then that's it. Those are your never, chances. Never a guarantee. So the Bills have been labeled a loser franchise ever since. Right. And now they have the opportunity to get that monkey off of their back. And I think that'd be awesome. That's what would happen to me in fantasy. 
I'd get there, lose, get there. Again. Like if that if that instance was to happen to anybody four in a row and losing every time, that it'd be me. It almost it happened a, to Fryer. I would cry if I even made it that far. Oh, for I'll joy. be honest. Tears of yes. joy. Yes. Yeah. Because that would mean I make the playoffs. And that in and of itself is a miracle at this point. So yep. one one man's trash is another man's miracle. My trash would be uh maybe maybe that's not a good analogy. I was gonna say because I, I I might be taking for granted how I made the playoffs every year, but for you it's a miracle. It it wasn't a good analogy. I'll just move on. Unless like someone threw out the cure for cancer. Then that would be trash, which would be a miracle. Yeah, I'm with Glenn. Let's just move on. Let's move okay. on. <laughs> um, Bills advance after defeating the Colts and really was a good game. Uh, even though Josh Allen almost blew it, we gotta we gotta mention that he almost blew it. He took a sack that was like 20 yards back when he didn't need to. Almost fumbled the ball. Oh man, Colts. he tried. Uh, he tried. He tried to get away the game, but he didn't. So, for 2020 and 2021, Josh Allen, still elite. See. Still proven otherwise. That's the that's the part of the game where people who are still doubters of Josh Allen, like Craig, mm-hmm. will point to and say, you still got a full diaper, dude. They yeah, only he, won. He was waiting for that moment. Yeah. But the thing is, they did win, so you can't say that. But it is concerning. It's like, oh, we're starting. We're slipping, guys. Let's let's uh, be careful. No, but see, I think that that luck went in their favor shows that they've turned a corner, in my opinion. No. Now they're like, yo, we got our first win. Now the rest of them are going to be easier, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to go the first hump. This guy, yeah. Right. Um, second game of Saturday. Kind of, I think, was the worst game. Or tied for worst. Because the Rams and the Seahawks wasn't a good game at all. Yeah, that game stunk. Russell Wilson sucks. Damn. I said it. He's supposed to be one of the best. He's supposed to be. But, I mean, year after year, since uh, since the Legion of Boom has basically been discarded and is no longer a thing, Russell Wilson continues to come up short in the postseason. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with coaching now. I don't feel like they're utilizing him well. Um, like, I feel like Russell Wilson, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he doesn't have opportunities to make mistakes. Like, if he throws a pick or makes a mistake like he did early earlier in in this game, um, where mm-hmm. they, I believe they turned the ball over, uh, they kind of go away from him, and then they start pounding the ball. But it's hard to run the ball – against one of the best fronts in the NFL, if not the best, uh, with the Rams. You know what I mean? That does so make sense. I feel like sometimes the coaching there uh, is like running your head into a wall. I think <laughs> they, like, they, they don't let Russell Wilson do his thing where I feel like he's earned the right to be able to like dig himself out of a hole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like like they didn't like Bill doesn't do that wouldn't do that with Brady you know what I mean like he wouldn't be like oh Tom picked the ball off let me protect Tom and start running the ball you know what I mean yeah you gotta let him get get out of the get out of the hole himself I don't maybe, feel like I don't feel like they do that with Wilson maybe he just sucks 
Well, maybe it's so. the 12th man that's not there this year. Uh, their offensive line also sucks, too. It's not that good. Yeah, but uh, man, everyone has a shitty no, offensive Russell, line. Russell Wilson like... doesn't suck, but it's starting to get to the question like, okay, can he carry a team or can he only do it for like six weeks in a row, then fall off a little bit and then be good a little bit towards the end? You look at this, the way they started the season, they looked like one of the best teams in football. And then they try to do, and just keep in mind, that's when they were passing the ball at a high rate and being successful with the pass, putting the ball in Russell Wilson's hands. And then you want to start doing this balanced attack and say, oh, we got to get the run game going. Got to get the run game going with Chris Carson. Whatever. Yep. I mean, and you see how their offense goes. It's just not as good as it can be. You take the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands, who is your best player, um, you're not going to have success. And in the, the way the league is going today, you don't need a balanced attack. Fucking Kansas City, how many times yeah. do they run the football? Not a lot. Even if they do, it's not effective. Right. And it, it, it goes to show you don't need necessarily a, a solid running game to win football games. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have it because that opens up other things. Like, obviously, from a strategy, you know, w- the way you're planning your game plan, if you could run the ball, it opens up the pass, which makes sense. But if the pass is working, whether you're running the football or not, why get away from it? Yeah. Seahawks are done. They're out. Bam. See ya. Which means the Rams will travel to Lambeau Field next week to face the number one seed, Green Bay Packers. But before we get to that on Saturday night, Saturday night was one of the most entertaining games I thought of uh, the first round. You want to know why? Taylor Heineke. You hear that? You know what I'm drinking? It's not Heineken, but it should be. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Taylor Heineken. Oh man! Now here I am, Saturday night. Loyal listener, friend of the pod, by the way, John Cuff, is a Washington football team fan, and he's been messaging me all season, you know, because Washington football team uh, had the magical record of seven and nine, which was good enough. To make the playoffs this year, uh, yeah, not really something to brag about, but okay. He's saying, "Oh, I think we got a chance." And before this playoff round started, I said, "I think you guys get a good chance." And we talked about it last week. How with that front four, if they can rush Brady, how do you beat Tom Brady? Got to get pressure without blitzing. Um, I told him the X factor for that game would have been Alex Smith, and if Alex Smith can perform and make big plays when he needs to. About an hour before game time, I get a notification that Alex Smith is not active for the game. Instead, the Redskins will be starting Taylor Henneke. And I was like, who the fuck is Heineken? Yeah. And I messaged Cuff, and I was like, who is this quarterback right now? I was like, you guys don't have a chance. Game goes on. Brady does his thing. Scores some touchdowns. And then I'm watching Taylor Heineken. And this guy is playing fearless. He's like slinging the ball, like making throws that Alex Smith wouldn't even think about making, mm. showing his nuts and dropping them on the table in a wild card game against Tom Brady. And I was like, uh, is this guy actually good? 
And is the Washington football team going to win? <laughs> and when it came down to it, it was, in my opinion, the Washington football team's strongest point, their defense, lost the game for them. They couldn't get Brady off the field. Chase Young talked about all this talk saying, I want time. I want time. Give me time. <laughs> Zero sacks on Tom Brady. Nice. Yeah, you can't have that. I, I admire the kid's ambition, but when you say you want Tom Brady, you got to fucking get to Tom Brady in the postseason, and he didn't do that. Mm. So Washington football team comes up short. Tampa Bay moves on to the next round. That game was really good. Uh, but I feel like Tom Brady played very well. Um, I don't think his completion percentage shows that. But you know that I heard on the radio going into that game, Chris Godwin – you want to guess how many drops he's had in his career? Career? His career? In his career. Four. Yes, right, Glenn. Wow. Do you know how many he had in the game last Saturday? Four. Four. Five. Five. That's crazy. But my favorite play of that game was when the Bucks had to have it on uh, third down, and Brady threw that fucking awesome – fade route to Mike Evans over his back shoulder. And I was like, damn, that was fucking surgical. Those are always nice plays. Didn't Heineke have a touchdown like that? He like, he like dove for the fucking end zone. Maybe I'll think of something else. I don't know. Heineke balled. That's all I know. And that, oh, no. that, that play that you're talking about, Mason, where he scrambled and dove for the pylon, that's when I literally thought I was like, the football team might win this game. Yeah, me too. I was scared, man. Yeah, he threw a fourth quarter. He threw a dime to Cam Sims in the corner of the end zone to get him oh, within yeah, a score. Yeah, yeah. It's on third and ten, too. Like they had to make that play. I'm bringing it up now. Beautiful play. But so this, yeah, they had a chance. This leaves the question: Is Heineken the quarterback of the future? Draft him third round. I think it's probably more of a flash in the pan, personally, but. You think he gets another shot in Washington, or do you think another team will try to get him? Another team will probably try and get him, I feel. Um, I feel like he's at least definitely secured a backup job in the NFL, for sure. Like, I don't know if anyone's going to be like, oh, I want that guy to be my starter. Right. But I think he's definitely secured a backup job. And, I mean, he had, like, what, like five days to prepare or something stupid like that? Yeah. It, I mean, I give him all the credit in the world for that. So, I mean, props to him. But yeah. and Tampa Bay's defense isn't you know they're no slouch so yeah but they're done seven and nine bye <laughs> moving on to Sunday the first game was Lamar Jackson against the Tennessee Titans and my boy Mister Two K King Two K himself Derrick Henry got bottled up yeah what you have to do I was it's not easy sad, to do but once you do that. I mean, that's their offense right there. I had A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry in my second season, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That hurts. Yeah, it hurt um, a lot. And Lamar Jackson, proving doubters wrong, gets his first playoff win. And he did it in spectacular fashion. I don't know if you saw his touchdown run. It was probably like a, I don't know, it's like a 40 or 50-yard scramble. Yeah. And um, he came to play, and he made the plays when he needed to. And a big revenge game against the Titans. 
got to credit the Ravens defense for bottling up Derrick Henry because that's something they didn't do last season. Um, and now that sets up the matchup between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, which should be a mm. get your popcorn ready kind of game. It should be. I'm watching the it's a 48 yard touchdown from a uh, touchdown run from Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and like Lamar's crazy because. Once he gets by the line of scrimmage and he gets into the secondary, he just has a burst of speed. That's like a, it's like a running back or a wide receiver, but it's Lamar. He's a quarterback. The yeah. fact that he can just outrun anybody on the field is scary. It's not fair. Yeah. No. Um, so congrats to Lamar getting his first playoff win. Now the second game on Sunday. Yes, that's right. The first ever game on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Now, was I awesome. thought this was ridiculous last week because I thought it was only on Nickelodeon. I didn't realize there was a regular broadcasting, too. No, yeah. That's why I was like, this is ridiculous. Dude, I was talking to a couple of buddies. They were like, you watching on CBS? I said, fuck no. What am I going to – I can watch any game on CBS all the time. This is Nickelodeon, first time <laughs> yeah, that's ever. true. I grew up with Nickelodeon. I'm going to watch yeah. this game on Nickelodeon. I agree. The pre-game show with, with fucking uh, Nate Bur- – was it Nate Burleson from CBS? Yeah, yeah. Dude. He did an excellent job. It was a SpongeBob countdown of like some of the best like sport moments in SpongeBob. And I mean, if that doesn't get you hyped for a football game, I don't know what does. I love the pregame show. And then you get to the actual broadcast, and obviously Nate Burleson being from CBS helping out Nickelodeon because they have to have a football mind on the broadcast, or Mm. else you're just gonna have you know a couple idiots from Nickelodeon who know nothing about (laughs) football doing the broadcast. So Nate Burleson on color commentary. The play-by-play guy, I guess, is from Nickelodeon, and he did, like, a really good job. Yeah, I was watching the game, too. Like, it was a really good broadcast. I was surprised. So you have Nate Burleson who's giving his football insight, and he's making a bunch of, like, uh, analogies towards the kids who are watching. Now, say if if you're Mason back from, like, when he's eight years old, and all he wants to do is watch fucking Nickelodeon, but his dumbass parents are watching football in the living room, taking up the whole Sunday when Mason's trying to watch SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, and Jimmy Neutron. Can't stand it. I'm sure there's a bunch of kids like that who are saying, I won't watch my Nickelodeon. Why yeah, can't yeah. I watch Nick? Football game's on Nick. You watch football with me. Okay. So they're watching football, and you got Nate Burleson who's giving analogies towards the kids of like why something, because football's a tough game to understand. If you're mm-hmm. new to like watching football, it's it's hard to understand. I tried to explain it to uh, you know like girls and women. My fiance doesn't understand it, and I don't think girls she- and women. Yeah, girls. Oh, like like little girls. <laughs> you know, women. All right, all right. Like, you know, like women. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my um, God. So football's a tough game to understand. So Nate Burleson doing that was pretty cool. The play-by-play guy was excellent for, I guess, a guy who's never done a game before. Or maybe if he has, obviously he wasn't professional. And then you have the third person in the booth who is strictly a personality from Nickelodeon. Uh, I don't know her full name, but I know it's Gabby. He called her Gabby. Apparently she's like 15 or 16 years old. Oh, really? I missed this whole broadcast. Dude, I don't know. Oh, what a broadcast to miss, man. But I, <laughs> to miss? Really? No, no, no. Like, like for you to miss, like you shouldn't have. I, that came out wrong. For you, for uh, you to miss, like okay. you shouldn't have. Because Gabby was just like, you could tell she had no fucking clue. And she was trying to make the best out of it to like get excited about the game. and this stuff, But she doesn't understand the game. 
So literally the first <laughs> the first Saints possession, you know, they're about to punt on fourth down. And they're like, Gabby, check this out. And the guy punts it. And he just does like a regular, you know, normal punt, fair catch. And she goes, wow. Like, oh, wow. Gabby, Gabby loved the oh, wows. That was like her go-to. Like whenever like something happened, like a ball. Wow. Oh, wow. Like because of a fucking kick. Wow. All right. But um, so stupid. I, I, <laughs> I, gotta, I watched some highlights on it. You have to. But like, obviously, you know, she, she's just doing the best she can. And honestly, it wasn't yeah, that yeah. bad of a job. Three yeah. people in there. Though. No, it was cool. It was really cool. It was a nice switch up from here in Jim Nance. And then Tony Romo telling me everything that's going to happen before it happens. Let's see what happens, Jim. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think Nickelodeon should do like a few games a year in the regular season. Maybe like they, like they should just have maybe like, I don't know, maybe do a primetime game, like a Thursday night game. Mason, yeah. would, you, would you watch Thursday night games there on Nickelodeon? Uh, yeah, actually I would. I really enjoyed go. that broadcast. I thought it was, go. it was fun. I mean, it was just a, a fun thing to watch. So, and, and like the thing was going into it, we we're like, all right, it's on Nickelodeon. They showed like a bunch of like animation and stuff like Drew Brees head and like Sandy's, uh, Helmet and stuff like that, yeah. and stuff like that. So like, you thought like throughout the whole game they would do like animations like that, but they really didn't. And I was like, I was kind of disappointed with that because I thought they'd do more. Really? But let me tell you, when they got in the end zone, or should I say, the slime zone, the shit hit the fan. Oh, I see it right here. <laughs> Every touchdown score would be four cannons of slime at all mm-hmm. four corners of the end zone. Fucking. It. it didn't look half bad either. It didn't. It didn't. The slime zone is what I need to see. You know, it's it's something that we didn't think we needed, but now that yeah, we got yeah, it, yeah. it's like, all right, give me. It's this not one. the thing you need. It's like Batman. Not the hero you need. It's the hero you deserve. Right. Um, and it looks like the game clock was a little cartoonish, right? It was, and the first down line was covered in slime. So it was like a yellow line, but it was like moving slime. A slime line. Yeah, so like. Yes. Um, and the fact that it was on Nickelodeon made it kind of enjoyable because the game fucking sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. Yeah, it's the Bears, you know. That they was don't the wrong game the best games. introduce your kids to football. Right. But I mean, Man, this is boring. Right. So Saints move on, obviously beating the Bears. Then we go to Sunday night. Sunday night. I was looking forward to this game all week. I was actually late to viewing the game. So before I even turned on the fucking TV, I got a notification from ESPN saying that the Browns were up 28 nothing. <laughs> really? In the first quarter. And I was like, uh, guys, <laughs> the Browns are up 28 nothing in the first quarter. And I saw the um, defensive touchdown from the bad Ben snap. I saw the Landry touchdown, the highlights after that, and I was like, the Browns are for real. I thought they did that earlier in the season. Wasn't it against the Steelers, too, or something? Like, they no. were crushing somebody. No. They right, lost to the Steelers right, earlier right in Dallas. the season. The game you're thinking of. Because I, mean, I, I don't remember checking this game, but I do remember a score like that from the Browns. They're like, holy shit. Yep. 20, 20, that's awful. So that's how they started. And then as the game's going on, we're like, okay, there's still a lot of time for the Steelers to come back. And the Steelers actually made a little bit of a run. And I texted the group because obviously, um, you know, me and Fry are rooting for the Browns. We both like Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and Baker. And uh, 
I was like, uh-oh. And Jake was like, yeah, uh-oh, because they, they were about to kind of within like two scores. And then Brown scored again. Yeah, maybe then, uh, that was it. Maybe that was like maybe I wasn't thinking about another game, but because I did see the score and I remember thinking, oh, they got in the bag and, and the whole like uh, Juju Smith karma thing. But at the same time, like, wouldn't it be the Browns to blow that lead? You know, right. right. That's so, the thing. Like, it's 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 the Browns because you think anything bad that can happen will happen. Right. So but going also, up twenty eight nothing, like that doesn't mean you're safe. Right. That might that just might make right. it even worse. It's like it's like pre two thousand four Red Sox, like anything. That could happen, you know, <laughs> right. will happen. But um, now they pulled it out, man. Good right. for them. And I, I just want to – did you guys see Chase Claypool's comments? I did. Yeah, he's a bitch, bro. He looks like one. You know, he's young. He's young. You know? He's a rook. He's going to have that attitude. He's, he's a like, fucking asshole. He's like he 21 is. and the best spot in his life. I mean, come on. So let's look at the uh, original quote because there's a couple quotes from him. I, what was he on? Was he on Twitch when he said this? Yeah, I think he was on like TikTok Live or something. I just I didn't see a couple comments. I just saw the they'll get slapped, claps. That's the only comment I heard. It was like an eight second video that I watched. Yeah. This one. Hold on. You know, bad boss, but um, Browns are gonna get clapped next week, so it's all good. Now, who are the Browns playing? The Browns are playing the Chiefs. But, oh, shit. They probably are going to get clapped. Yeah, but all right. So, your favorite to win is the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Browns, a division rival who obviously it stings and it's your first round of the playoffs. That's not how they plan their season to go. But to come out and say that after a loss, that's like. Just weak, dude. It's just so weak. Like you lost. Yeah. Just, just give the Browns credit where credit's due. You lost. Especially because the, you were the better team were, that week. They're such a fraud team. Right. Like they started off what a, a 12, 12 and 0, 13 like 11 and 0 or no. Or something. They were like, and then they 11 lost 0, like, two after like that. yeah, like four of their last five or something. So they lost they in the playoffs. And he says, the Browns are going to get clapped next week anyway, so it's all good. So the season's justified. It's not all good. <laughs> because the Browns are going to lose next week, so it's it's fine. You know, our season's over, and the Browns beat us, but because they're going to lose next week, that's fine. That's fine. No, it, there's obviously no logic to it. It was just your typical, like, sore loser kid type of thing to say. Like, oh, well, you're going to get fucked, so sorry. Then he comes back later in the week. And says, see if I can pull it up here. If the Browns had won with more class, then I wouldn't have been so salty about it. But them mocking Juju just didn't sit right with me. They can enjoy the win and another week of football, but they'll be right on the couch right next to me next week. Another jab. Right. Now, what do they do to Juju? Because I know Juju didn't he deserve whatever happened to him. I mean, Juju comes out dancing on every player's logo, every team's. Oh, is that all he did? All right. And makes his TikTok stuff. Probably rubs a bunch of players the wrong way, but I mean, he's a fucking boo, bro. What happened to him? I, I miss what happened to Juju. I don't know what they did. Was well, he like stand over him or something? 
after a tackle. You too, you can YouTube anything. Glenn just left. He just yeah, I don't around. know what just happened. He just put his finger up and then just dipped. It's all right. What the heck? Um, Sorry about that. Oh, I, I YouTube something. Looks like the Browns after the game mocked something of Ju- that Juju does. Oh yeah, in the yeah. Room. They, they Somebody played, was uh, uh, the song Corbett, Corbett. I'm an Alabama Okay. Yeah. See, Glenn knows what he's doing. Yeah, I'm TikTok savvy, you know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry about that. Somebody just broke into my house. Had to pop a cap in their ass. That was but, pretty uh, quick. Yeah, you know, he's cleaning up later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that sets the table. Browns, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, the final four of the AFC. Now the, the oldest starting quarterback is Baker Mayfield at age 26. Mason, you're 26. Damn. Wow. That's something to think about. Crazy, right? And he has more money than I'm ever going to make in my life. Right. Already, unless these stimulus checks keep happening, right? I would need to make some premium investments, Susan. Let me tell you. And then in the NFC, you got the LA Rams traveling to Lambeau Field to Philadelphia, and then you got round three between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Mm. First two rounds were in favor of the Saints heavily. Will round three be any different? I mean. They can't get smacked by the Saints again, right? Oh, they yeah. could. Right? They could. Right? It could happen. Who's home? Oh, my God. Thanks. Home, right? Yeah. See, this is why I feel bad. This is, the, like, this is the one thing that Tom Brady can't control, is that Bruce Arians is a fucking boob. And he can't control how this idiot plays his defense. Because their defense makes no adjustments at all. A hashtag boob. You know who's the defensive coordinator? Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. So uh, I guess that tells you all you need. But this is Tom Brady. Yeah. But Tom Brady doesn't play defense. I'm just saying. Really? (laughs) I'm just saying he can pull this out on offense. And you know how the Saints can be. You know how lackluster Drew Brees can be sometimes. It could go either way, I think. I can't wait. It's going to be the last game of uh, what should be a crazy divisional round. Now, so- I already said it's going to be Green Bay and the Bucks in the conference championship. So, I'm picking the Bucks. All right. Well, we're not there yet. So, hold your horses. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. I want to talk about a little bit of news first before we get into our playoff picks, game pick them, and predictions for next week. What what is going on? Sounds like uh, someone just did sounds something. Like, sounds Dude, like these Brandon. motherfuckers! I have gone out there and told them to shut the fuck up. You gotta sounds get like a broom and just hit the, hit the wall. Sounds like Brendan just ejaculated, and everyone saw it. Like, whoa, oh, that was a lot, buddy. <laughs> that's for that's a that's not a good thought. Uh, well, I can't stop thinking about it now. Great. Sick. Well, it's your fault. 
It's not my fault. No, 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 Glenn. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's Mason's fault. It's not my fault. Well, now it is. Yeah, now it is. Son of a bitch. Um. Yeah, now Glenn can't even think about what's next. What's that talking about? He just keeps talking about Brendan. We gotta talk about coaching news. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of a lot of coaching hirings. All right, you wanna go ahead? No start. Yeah, let's start off with the fucking stupidest one. What's here? That came out today. Apparently, the Lions are hiring Dan Campbell. Yes, that one. Dan (laughs) Campbell. Yeah. Who's that? The fucking Hardo guy who coached for Miami at the end of one season. (laughs) He was a a tight ends coach with the Saints. And the Lions were like, yeah, this is the guy that we want, man. Hold on, hold on. I'm thinking of the other guy. I'm thinking of the – Oh, geez, this guy. He's jacked. I remember this guy. He was a total, like, Hardo. Yeah, he looks like the coach I try to make in Madden where he just looks like a dick. Oh, dick coach? (laughs) Yeah, I call him dick coach. Except in Madden 21, you can't use Dick anymore, so I put Richard Coach. That's how I knew the game sucked. Huh. Oh, that's not who I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the ball guy from the 49ers. No, no. no he's cool. That's uh, that's sound. He's not cool. He's I not like cool him. I like either. him. He's, he's annoying as fuck. <laughs> I like how he's, he's – he's got a passion. I like he's how his so head bald. sweats. Shiny-ass head on a Sunday like afternoon. Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Could be worse. Could be. This Could be like better too. Big sweats. Anyways. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> yeah, Dan Campbell. I don't even know the guy. The 49ers guy is. Where is he now? He's the head coach. Of, is he a head coach? Yeah, head, head, head coach, coach of the, the Lions. Jets. So that's no, like the Jets. That's right. The yeah, Jets. Salah went to the to the Jets. Salah. Salad. Salad fingers. Um, Urban Meyer is now going to be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That'll at least be interesting. And he's probably going to get Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback. Does it matter? Ask, Bre- ask Brendan how he feels about that. He's Give not me- a Jaguars fan anymore. Yeah. What? No, no, no. Yes, he is. No, he's not. What do you mean he's not? Okay. He has rescinded his fandom. Get get him in here. I got I put him on the headset. I got to hear it. No, uh, I I messaged him. I was like, I I, don't, I forget exactly how it went because I was at work and I was like, so you're not a Jags fan anymore? And then, um, or he said something like he was rooting for, I don't even know, maybe the Bills. And I was like, isn't his dad just, a Bills fan? Yeah, his dad's a Bills fan. I forget exactly how the conversation went, but Mason's right. He he said he's not a Jags fan. I'm like, you can't just like not be a Jags fan because I suck and then not be a Patriots fan. Cause I thought he was a Patriots fan second and now they suck. So now he's onto someone else. I'm like, you can't, it, just, it looks bad, Brendan. It looks bad. According to him, he's never been a fan of the Patriots, but yeah, I was, he was like, trying to tell me that he was trying to spin that. I weed. was like, what? I was like, that's not true. You were cheering with us when the Patriots completed a comeback against the Falcons. It was. Like they were your team. <laughs> right. But I wanted to leave, but you wouldn't let me. Yeah. I would not let you. That was when you still worked at Lee's. Oh, God. Those are dark times. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, all right, so I guess we're not going to ask Brandon about his fandom and his bandwagon-esque uh, choice and teams. Yeah. Jacking off over there. Jump ship every year. Uh, but, yeah, Urban Meyer, kind of crazy. Uh, he said he'd never coach again, but here he is. 
Um, not sure if it's going to help the Jaguars, but we'll see. Another one I want to talk about that's near and dear to my heart is the Cowboys have hired Dan Quinn, the former Falcons head coach, as their defensive coordinator. You give me a thumbs down. And, and uh, like, when the yeah. hiring first happened, I have multiple people, multiple people reach out to me. Oh, my God, Glenn. Did, did you see the news? They got Dan, they got Dan Quinn. Oh, oh my, my God, God, Glenn. The ultimate choke artist is now on the Cowboys. How embarrassing. That's pretty embarrassing. Oof. What? So, he's not the head coach, which means he's not going to be making, you know, the decisions that cost him the Super Bowl in, in, in 2015. He's not going to be making, you know, should I go for it decisions or not. He's going to be the defensive coordinator. And people forget that um, he was the defensive coordinator of the Legion of Boom when they went to back-to-back Super Bowls. I'm not saying the Cowboys have the personnel like the Legion of Boom did, um, but people forget. That's all I'm saying. And it can't be worse than what Mike Nolan did last year when the Cowboys were statistically the worst defense in franchise history. If I remember correctly, I played like five weeks in a row against people who had players that just went against the Cowboys defense and went off. Right. And uh, it was very frustrating for me. And obviously they're going to need some help in the draft as far as getting players and maybe through free agency, whatever uh, to improve. But the way Dan Quinn's schemes work, it's kind of sort, uh, kind of more towards what the Cowboys were doing with Rod Marinelli and Chris Rashard before, where the defense, well, obviously wasn't this bad, um, but actually showed some success in the past. So, like I said, I can't be mad at the signing. People want to laugh and joke and make fun because it's Dan Quinn. Well, I think the bigger joke is that Mike McCarthy is still the head coach, but that's a different story. Um, I give him a shot. I ain't mad about it. I'm not gonna be like, oh damn, now the cowboy season's over because we got Dan Quinn. Boo. No, it's not like that. But Dan Quinn, we'll see what he's got. Indeed, we will. Like you said, they can't really be worse. Right. And uh much like you, Susan just got up and left without warning. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> fucking he's gonna give Paul a hand job real quick. And then he's gonna come back. And no one knows who Paul is except us. Yeah, well, Paul apparently was a guy who just fucking came in here on our Zoom call. And uh, I, I had no idea. Never seen him before in my life. He just sat down in Susan's chair. I thought Susan was getting robbed. Maybe he was <laughs> he's murdered and killed. And this guy's like, oh, you know, there's people on Zoom call with him. I thought he was going to do the podcast with us, Paul. Uh, but he left. So now Susan went to go jerk him off. So he'll be back with some sticky fingers. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How's your day going, Mason? Uh, not bad. I can't complain. I'm glad it is Friday. Me too. Me too. I'm ready for a weekend of football. And I'm See. ready for Susan to come back and stop jerking off Paul. Yes, yeah, so we can get to these fucking picks. Do you think... Now, when you think Susan jerks off Paul, right... Do you think it's like a reach around? Like he stands behind him with one hand on his left shoulder and then he reaches around with his right hand and then just starts tugging away? Or do you think he's on his knees, both hands aiming towards his face like a, like a shake weight? Uh, mm, 
Sousa strikes me as a guy who'd probably take the first option. Or do you think Paul's sitting down and Sousa's on his hands and knees on the couch and he's just like hunched over him while Paul sticks his finger in his ass? Nah, definitely not that one. No, yeah, that's probably not it. We'll ask him. We'll ask him when he comes back. I'm gonna put that up as a poll. How does Sousa give hand jobs? There'll be three options: reach around, hands and knees. Dude, if Paul hears this, I'm so sorry, Paul. We don't even know who you are, and we're just absolutely roasting you right now. I'm not sorry, Paul. Fuck you, Paul, for getting on the fucking camera with us. You don't know us. Want to come into Damn. Sousa's house and get on this podcast like you know us? Fuck you. Yeah. I'll say it again if he comes back. Put his ass on, Susan. You make me uncomfortable, Glenn. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. I've never been more ready for anything. I'm, I'm I just want to make my picks. We can't. We can't. Until Susan's done. I'm about to fucking... I don't even know. Let's go over last week. How do we do? Are we tied? How many people do we have? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, we have... It's you, me, Sousa, Jared, and Dev. All right. Well, I don't know what everybody else who's listening to this podcast is fucking doing. Get the wax out of yours and join our play- pigskin playoff pick'em. Well, it's kind of late now, but. It's never too late. There's still three rounds to make up ground. Mason, you missed a week, and you came in third place in our regular pigskin. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. That's true. Very valid point. So but, last uh, so think- Stephon Diggs ended up scoring a touchdown. That was a bad pick on my part. Um, DK Metcalf had more yards than Robert Woods. Get that one right. Terry McLaurin had one more reception than Chris Godwin. Maybe if Chris Godwin didn't have dick hands and dropped the ball five times. And Ryan Tannehill had 14 less passing yards than Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And the most rushing yards was to Nick Chubb out of these four players, him, Henry, Dobbins, and Montgomery, with only 76. And the Saints did not score in all four quarters. And neither TJ Watt or Miles Garrett had a sack. And do you remember what I said last week about how I wanted to pick the Browns? But Yeah, I mean, I was rooting for the Browns, but my head said Steelers, but yeah. my head's been wrong before. So should have just picked the Browns, man. Yeah, should have. Should have won my hunch. What are you gonna do now? You're gonna pick them this week against Kansas City, dude. Honestly, I think they have a shot. All right, and I don't think that's a crazy thing to say because they. I mean, we should probably wait for Susan to talk about this, but uh, they have, I think, an offense that can potentially limit what Patrick Mahomes can do. If they can get Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt going, um, I think they can control the ball enough that they might be able to squeak out a win. But they're still going to have to put up a lot of points because their defense isn't good. Right. But that's the only way they're going to win. Right. I wonder what Paul is doing right now. Oh, man. I don't really care what Paul's doing, to be honest. Really? No. 
Why? I just mm-hmm. want I just want you to I just want him to go away. I don't want him to talk. I don't want you to talk about him anymore. <laughs> you want to talk about Paul no more? Why no. Not? What kind of blood type do you think he has? Come on. Jeez, man. What kind of what, what do you think? How do you think he puts his toilet paper on the wall? You think it's over or under? Strikes me as an under guy. You think he puts? You think he puts both socks on before he puts his shoes on? He's a one sock, one shoe, one sock, one shoe. Definitely one sock, one shoe. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> How do you think he eats his eggs? Probably like uh, boiled or something. Hard boiled. Yeah. A little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah. He's just the most milk toast guy of all time. <laughs> His favorite color is beige. I feel bad. Now I'm making fun of Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Him saying that him, you saying that Susan's giving him a hand job wasn't crossing the line, but that. <laughs> Jeez. Once you said beige, that crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. All he ever was was nice to us. He came in, sat down, gave us a peace sign. He said, "Say later, guys." I should have pegged him off. I should have pegged him off when he went peace on the camera because he couldn't hear me because obviously I just went fuck you. <laughs> oh man, good old Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> we think, huh? <laughs> Nothing. I, I, I let it go. Don't talk about Paul anymore. I don't know, but I want to. Because I don't know what else to talk about because Susan's not here. We, I'm not, not going to do the picks without him. Just says, I'll be right back. I'm only recording the podcast, but I'll be right back. <laughs> I got to get the fix in for Paul. This podcast to... was supposed to be like 45 minutes. And now it's just going to be an hour because of filler. Because of us talking about Paul. Yeah. Chelsea knows who Paul is. Yeah, who the fuck? Who is Paul, bro? Who the fuck is that? I'll call her. Are you kidding me? She's in the other room. She just got home. (laughs) Oh my god. Hey, you're on speaker, and I'm doing the podcast. Okay. Do you know who Paul is? Like, do you know? Do you know like uh, a Paul that Susan Haley would hang out with? Paul. Yeah, Paul. That Susan Haley would hang out with. Yeah. Because mm. I don't, I don't want to keep going if it's like a like Haley's cousin or like uncle or something. Because I've said some pretty fucked up shit about Paul so far on this podcast. Um, no, I don't know any Pauls. No. All right. Well, Susa basically just up and left the podcast in the middle of us recording so we could go give Paul a hand job. Really? Yeah. So we we're about to record. And then before we did, we we're waiting for Susa to come. And this guy just shows up. 
and sits in Susan's computer chair and he's just staring at us and he's waving, giving us the peace sign. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know who this is and what's going on. And then Haley comes in and she was trying to work the mic and stuff. She goes, can you guys hear me? And we said, yeah, but they couldn't hear us. And she was like, oh yeah, this is Paul. And I was like, all right. Was he old? He wasn't young. <laughs> he wasn't young. He was probably um he's probably like in his forties. Oh my god. So you don't know who Paul is, huh? No. Right, I'm gonna keep talking shit about him then. No, unless it's like an uncle or something, like you said. Yeah. I told him I should I should have gave him a middle finger, but it's all right. So who are you doing the pod with? So it's me and Mason right now. We're just we're waiting to do our pigskin pick'em. For the next round of the playoffs, but Susan's not here, and I didn't want to start without him. But we're we're already recording. And so what'd you do? Just like what are you doing right now? Like, we're recording. Stalling. You're you you're our guest on the pod. You're gonna cut this out though, right? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh. So am I supposed to do something? No, I just wanted to see your knowledge about this Paul character. I can do some research if you'd like. No, nah, that's all right. By the time you figure out everything, Susan have already jerked him off and his job will be done. Hang on. Are you texting Haley? Don't text Haley. No, I'm not. Actually, you know what? Yeah, text Haley. Say, I want to see Paul on the screen. Actually, don't say that. I'm just kidding. Um, Susan texted us, be right back. At 8.21. That was 13 minutes ago. Yeah, what the fuck? We've been doing filler content for 13 minutes. All the loyal listeners are tuned out right now because this Paul character getting his fucking dick rubbed by Sousa. (laughs) Is this the worst podcast we've ever recorded? Nah, it can't be. We've had Pinacho on a couple pods. Don't worry about it, babe. Who is it? Don't say don't say his last name on here because this is this is you know a lot, a lot of people listen to this so <laughs> might get out. I don't know, but he's friends with all of them on Facebook with the whole family, so I assume he's an uncle. Yo, I just thought of something. You think they're swingers? What? Swingers? It's definitely an uncle. Like he's out like straight like a fiftieth birthday party. Oh, here's Susan. All right, thanks for that. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, what I miss? Yeah, you look a little sweaty. Let me see your hands. <laughs> oh, he's got oh, tissue in his hand. Oh my <laughs> god! You did it, didn't you? You son of a bitch! I already know the narrative. I went no, to no, jerk off. No, it was worse than that. I said you went to go jerk off, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> He left a while ago. Yeah, okay. He left. But Haley's dad's here. Oh. I didn't deny that. All right. Well, for the last 13 minutes, Mason's just been talking shit about Paul. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Buddy. That's so funny. When he told me that, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> that made me laugh, though. So who is anyway, Paul? That way we know. Or you're going to talk. Paul is basically Haley's uncle. He is dating her aunt. So most soon to be uncle because they're pretty tight. So are they going to get married? Do I still have a chance with her aunt? Oh, no, you don't. You don't. Oh. 
Yeah, you don't. You don't have a chance. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> This might be one of the worst podcasts ever, Mason said. And I said, no, we've had Panacho on a couple times. <laughs> so, All right, so what's going on now? Did I miss the picks? We're about no. to do the, we're about to do the we playoff. We stalled this entire time. Dude, last time I left, you guys stalled with Peyton Barber. You should have learned your lesson. Yeah, well, this time we talked about Paul. And Mason said some shit. I did not say some shit. You should really I talk about that guy? Shit. Yeah. Why? No one knows on this podcast who the hell that is. Well, now they do. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. All right. Playoff picks can pick them. Jeez. We're on to the divisional round. I'm ready. Who will win this matchup? Los Angeles Rams? No. Nope. Green Bay Packers. I got to stick to my go. guns. It's going to be the pack. Go pack going through the Dungeon Field. Will Aaron Rodgers record a passing touchdown in the first half? Uh, There's a bear shit in the woods. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. Sousa does a bear shit in the woods. Rams. I don't know how three, even three percent of people picked no on this. I don't know. Unless it's the Aaron Jones show. No. But that doesn't happen. Just ask Craig. Right. Who record more rushing yards, Cam Akers or Aaron Jones? Fucking Cam Akers, right? It's got to be Cam Akers, Sousa. Two guys who were on my team once upon a time. Now they're in the playoffs trying to break records. Um, no, uh, it's tough because, like, you know where Rodgers can just throw the whole game. But it's they're talented. Here. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'm going Aaron I Jones. I think Aaron Jones well. will break one out, break one off, however you want to say that. He'll get a 60-yarder or more on top of 40 to 50. Okay, which of these players will record the most receiving yards this round? Devontae Adams, Hollywood Brown, Stephon Diggs, or Robert Woods? Uh, I feel like it's a, uh, Diggs is the favorite, and I feel like that's correct. Give me Diggs because Devontae yeah. Adams is going to be facing Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey this year has been pretty good against stud wide receivers. That doesn't mean Devontae Adams won't get his, but will he yeah. have the most out of these guys? Yeah, I thought Metcalf wasn't going to – this was the same question with Metcalf versus Woods last week, and I thought Ramsey would shut down Metcalf. I don't know if he was bouncing around to different receivers. He was. Metcalf got hit most of his yardage when Ramsey wasn't on him. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, who will win this matchup? This is Saturday night. The Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson go to Buffalo to face Josh Allen the Great. That's exciting. Bills Buffalo. Mafia. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia, baby. I need need the Bills. Give me the Bills. Who record more passing and rushing yards? Ooh, see how they put that in there? I like it. I like it. I'm I'm going Josh Allen. Me too. I think Josh Allen could throw for 300 and rush for like 20 to 50 yards. Yeah, I'm a Sousa. Give me Lamar. Javars and Lamar. Give me John Javar, Javars and Lamar. <laughs> Will either team score 30 plus points? No. Yep. I'm going no as well. Most people picking yes on this one. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna pick yes too. No. 
No. Who will win this matchup on Sunday? The Cleveland Browns against the number one seeded Super Bowl defending champions. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it's not really fair. I mean, I like... want my heart says Brown, my head says Chiefs. I gotta go with my head again. Last like, last week I was wrong. It's the Browns, and I hope they prove me wrong this time. But the Chiefs are just too good. Chiefs yeah, I'm with you there, Glenn. Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl again. That's how I feel as well. So I'm taking the Chiefs, but I really want the Browns to win. It would be crazy. Who will have a higher completion percentage, Baker Mayfield or Pat Mahomes? Got to go Patrick Mahomes here, even if the Chiefs don't win by some Mm. miracle. Uh, He'll still have a higher completion percentage, I believe. It's just a percentage. Baker could go 9 for 10 and get hurt. I'm going to go Baker. I'm going Baker, too. He's only a 10% favorite, but uh, I like it. Just, you know. The only problem is if it gets into a shootout and Baker has to keep throwing, I think Mahomes will have a better percentage with him. Yeah. Because I can see Mahomes getting, like, like 55 passes, but, like, completes 37 or something. But if Baker is playing with the lead and Baker's only making the throws that he needs to. Right, right. Baker could be, like, 19 for 22 or something like that. You want to change your answer, Mason? Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, come on. Oh, you guys were very convincing. Who are were we, though? More <laughs> rushing and receiving yards. Tyreek Hill or Nick Chubb? This is unique. I like that question. Um, Damn. I got to go with Tyreek. It's got to be Reek. He's loyal. Yep, I'm going with Reek as well. Which of these players will record the most receptions this round? Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Jarvis Landry, or Michael Thomas? Uh, I'm actually going to go with Mike Evans here. I think he needs to have a big week uh, for the fucking Bucks because their offense has kind of been stymied by the uh, Saints defense in their first two meetings. So I think he's going to need to step up. I'm going with Kelsey. Yep. Kelsey is going to be a safety valve. He always finds a way to get open, and Pat Mahomes always finds him. Uh, 69%. Travis Kelsey. Nice. nice. Now, this matchup, who will – this is game of the week for me. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New Orleans Saints. Give me the Bucks, baby. Third Bucks. Time, third time's the charm. Give me the Bucks. Tampa Bay. This Ooh. isn't just Tom Brady uh, facing the Saints again. This is playoff Tom. Right. And this, this is a different play- animal. <clears throat> and this is playoff Drew Brees. Exactly. Oh, you mean wet noodle arm? Uh, like I'm sticking a wet, wet noodle, noodle in there. In there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this last question is a joke. Who would record more passing yards, Tom Brady and, oh. and Drew Brees? No, the, the one after that. Sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. Right. I'm picking Tom, though. Yeah. I'm picking, I'm picking Tom, too. Will Alvin Tom Kamara will. score a touchdown? Of course he will. Yes. That should no. be like 99% yes. I'm picking no. You're lying. Dead ass. No. <laughs> how, many total, how many total points will be scored this round? Uh, well, it was crazy. Last round, I guess, was like over 300. It was like 303. We all guessed like, around like 250, or someone might have guessed fucking, 300. The fucking scale went up with the uh, Steelers and Browns game. 
That one had like almost 80 points combined. But you never know, you know? You never know. I'm going to go, let's see. So, Was this the same amount of games? One. No, there's only four games this week. Three, four. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? I'm going to go 204. That's a. That makes sense to you? Yeah. I'm going to go 183. All right. I go 196. All right. So that was Auto our, save. That was our playoff picks can pick them. And listen, if you guys, the listeners, want to join us and go head to head, like I said, it's not too late. Just join the Stella Seller podcast group on ESPN.com. Pigskin playoff pick them. Create your entry, right. submit it. Go head-to-head with us. The winner, by the end of the whole playoffs, will get absolutely nothing. That's right. Mm -hmm. Besides bragging rights. That's all you really need, though. Actually, the winner can get a free entry into next year's uh, playoff picks. Can pick them. And a shout-out on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Looks like Mason's packing up shop. (laughs) He's literally (laughs) packing up. No, I'm not. So, <laughs> I have some clothes on the back of my chair that I knocked over. Yeah. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns you guys want to add before we uh, go into the next round? Uh, I'm just excited for uh, Josh Allen. Bill, uh, yeah, Bills and Ravens and Bucks and Saints. Yeah. And I, I really want to see Packers and Bucks next week. I really, that's something I need to see. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And I want to see Bills and Chiefs. Yeah, I want to see Bill. I want to see Josh Allen shove it up Craig's ass next week. That's what <laughs> that's what I have. We already talked about this. I got Bills beating the Chiefs next week. And I got Packers beating the Bucks next week. Let's see what happens. Boo pack boo. Yep. Boo pack boo. Yeah, Bucks. Dude, the thing is, is that if the Saints beat the Bucks, the NFC championship game would be such a dud if Green Bay won. Because then the Saints would have to go to Lambeau, and they would absolutely get blown out, I feel. You don't know that, though. It's not, it'll sound good on paper. It should Bro, be. Like, it can Drew be. Brees, that was, Drew Brees is a dome quarterback. That is the perfect stadium and situation for him to shit his pants. when it's Dump it off to Alvin Kamara. 10 degrees outside. outside. Maybe you're right. Yeah, Tom, Tom lives for those games. Yeah. Well, if the Saints win, then you have to blame Tom Brady. Well, I will. Glenn will. Let's not sleep on Cleveland. That'd be crazy. Everybody been sleeping on Cleveland the whole year. They might just be the ones to knock off the Chiefs. Oh, man, I really hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Who has a better chance, the Browns or the Ravens? Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Yeah. I don't know why I even asked that. That was a dumb <laughs> question. That might have been the dumbest question ever asked in this podcast. Well, they, uh, Just I mean, the Ravens are only this is the worst episode. on the pickums. They only said like 27% are picking the Ravens. I'm surprised. I feel like it'd be a little closer than that. The Browns are 10%. Can we have, um, can we have Paul in the next episode of the podcast? Yeah. He's, uh, 
He's a big football fan. He is he? Yeah. What teams do you like? He's a he's a New York kind of guy. And I'm pretty sure he's He's a Giants fan. He's not a Jets fan. Brennan's comes just hit the wall. <laughs> uh, he's a Giants fan, uh, but he likes the Jets too. But uh, wait, he likes obviously the Jets they're all in shambles. And the Giants? I think so. I, or maybe I just can't figure out which one. I think it's a Giants fan because because I, I remember talking about OBJ with him. So um, I'm pretty sure I'll have to get back to you. Maybe well, when he's on, he'll tell you. But he's he's in New York, so. Tell him Mason was talking a lot of shit about him. Well, Don't tell him make that. him come on. It was all Glenn. It was not. You'll, you'll listen to this back, Susan. You'll see who, what the truth is. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do you. Anything else? <laughs> that should no. be it. All right, guys, let's go Bills. Oh, by the way, Susan, I, I texted you earlier and said, uh, are you a Bills fan? And you said you're supporting them? Is that what you said? I support them. So you're a fan. All right, what is a fan? Someone... Can we define this? Like, is a one-year like a one year thing, a one-year fling, does that count as you being a fan now? Or does that have to be consecutive, you know, over and over again? When you're consistently rooting for a team. But when does it become consistent? Because that could be 16 weeks. That's only one year. I like the Bills this year. But, I I mean, who knows how long that will last. So, if you like a different team, would you be a bandwagon fan next year? Well, it depends. I feel like – Who do you like more, the Bills or the Lions? <laughs> uh, I guess the, the Bills. I mean, I'm not a huge Lions fan anyway, so. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So I like obviously I'm a Cowboys fan, but the Titans are my AFC team. I've adopted them as my team. I will root for them. I was rooting for them hard last week and they lost. So I was very sad. But they're my AFC team. Are the Bills your AFC team? And then the Lions are your NFC team? What uh, the Lions, <laughs> man. What are you where why when will this end? I don't know. When I mean uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean, when, you, I, when you bandwagon to another NFC team. I picked the Bills to win it all before the season started, so I've been in their corner this whole time as a result. So, so yeah, you can Bills? say I'm a fan of the Bills right now. So, if it's Bills-Patriots and AFC Championship, you're rooting for the Bills? That's a different story. So, this year, say the Patriots made it this year, and you picked the Bills to go all the way, and they went to the AFC Championship against <laughs> the Patriots, who would you be rooting for? The Patriots. False. No, nope. now there's the fail safe. Like if the Patriots lose, that sucks. But hey, my, my pick's still on. But I want the Patriots to win. I'm a Patriots fan. Believe it. Who do you like more, Josh Allen or Matt Stafford? Josh Allen. And part of that is because I've been defending him throughout uh, uh, Craig's threats and, and trash comments on Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen too. He's elite. <laughs> Brendan just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening out there, bro. Somebody's tickling his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this orangey <laughs> scene you got painting. He just turned into the fucking Pillsbury Doughboy because Zach had his thumb up his ass. 
Oh, uh, come on, man. I just want to uh, share. I just want to share something real quick, okay? So I have a, uh, I got a group chat with Craig and Keith. Keith will. We have to have Keith on soon. Um, so I have a group chat with them, and we were talking about uh, talking about a lot of things. We were talking about Josh Allen. And I just want to bring this up real quick. If I could find this conversation, Hold on a second. Better be good things. It was. Oh, I sent a meme. I don't know if I can, if you can see the meme, but it's you know that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward um, is at the graveyard and he drops his flowers and he's like, mm. "Yep." Mr. Krabs like, huh? and he goes up to him and he says, "Here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams. What a baby!" Mm-hmm. But the meme is Squidward about to drop the flowers, but over above his head it says NFL fans, and then the tombstone reads. Calling Josh Allen trash, twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. <laughs> and I sent yes. it, to, and I sent it, and I said at Craig. And then Keith said, "LMAO can't wait for the response with zero respect at all." And Craig said, "Not, nah, it's true." LOL. He said, "He's not trash, but I need to see more. Let's not pretend like he almost cost his team last week when he ran fifteen yards backwards and fumbled the ball late fourth quarter." And Keith was like, "True, but it didn't happen." And then he said. Uh, he said, this is what Craig said. He says, true, but beating a 40-year-old Rivers isn't that great. And this week will tell me a lot. And then I didn't even say anything. All I did was send the meme. He goes, Allen, greater than Dak. <laughs> <laughs> they just you used to get that last dig in there. And I was he, like, he feels threatened. I said, weird, because <laughs> I don't remember Dak being brought up in this conversation at all. And then I said, I can't argue that this season. I said, Josh Allen was the best quarterback in the AFC this year. I said, just ahead of Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> but I was like, well, like, like the deflection. Like, he just can't hold the L on Josh Allen. He's going to deflect it back to something. It is, it's usually Glenn. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't even, <laughs> all I did was send the meme. Oh, yeah, better than Dak. We were talking about Dak. Yeah, Panacho likes to do that too to you. Yeah. But usually it's me half the time. Right. Well, but it's yeah, just, it's crazy. I just want it's to funny. <laughs> but Josh Allen, let's go, man. We need it. I, like yeah. I said, we need it. What's up, Josh? Woo. Um, but then again, also, if Lamar wins and then Lamar knocks down the Chiefs, I wouldn't be that mad either because Craig says a lot of shit about Lamar Jackson, too. Either way, they're, one of them is going to face the Chiefs, so. Or There's the, the chance. Or the Browns might chuck it. Oh, shit, you're right. My bad. Does he talk shit about Baker Mayfield? Uh, He might. He probably does. He talks shit about anyone who's not a Kansas City Chief. I think you're right. Yeah, that's pretty close to the truth. Right. Um, That'll do you. All Anything right. else? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, God. No. All right, one last shout-out to Paul real quick. Yep. Shout-out, Paul. Shout-out, Paul. Getting that good slurp from Susan. That's disgusting. Why is that disgusting? Just the image of slurp that you said. You could have said anything else. That particular word was just a very gruesome word. Oh. I've had enough of this, bro. So it's, it's I guess I, yeah, I guess I gotta listen back on that shit. Wait, I can't say slurp. No. Unless you're gonna, you're, you're gonna it, censor me on my own podcast. Unless it's a different context, Glenn. 
You don't, you don't know what I was talking about. All right. This podcast is over. <laughs> Thanks, Mason. All right. All right. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Yeah. No. All right, then. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.